consider making a donation today. Just click the Donate button at kpfk.org. Thank you. The Budamayo World Music Hour is a journey around the globe through the music of different cultures. It's an hour of warm and rhythmic sounds from Africa, Latin America, the Caribbean, Europe, Asia, and beyond. Cultural roots meet global influences to create a sophisticated musical mix. On the Putumayo World Music Hour, music without borders. The Putumayo World Music Hour, Sundays, 5 to 6 p.m. on KPFK, 90.7 FM, Los Angeles, and online at kpfk.org. This is KPFK, 90.7 FM, Los Angeles. It's the Stephanie Miller Show. This is my fight song. Take back my life song. Prove I'm song. And I don't really care if nobody else believes. Because I've still got a lot of fight left in me. I saw the ACU pattern uh, flag fest. And for me, that was like, there's a handle. I'm getting it. So I ran across the room, grabbed the handle, Pulled him down, and then started to, uh, well actually I think I went for his gun with him. His rifle flew in front of him, um, and the young man that tried to jump in there with me, um, he, he, we both either pulled him down or whatever, but he ended up at his head, uh, and right next to the AR. And then with the AR, he, we, I told him, push the AR, get the AR away from him. The kid pushed the AR, I, I don't know what his name was. Um, and then, I, I proceeded to take his other weapon, the pistol, and then just start hitting him at where I could. Oh. Wow. What a hero. Yeah. What a that hero. Guy. A good guy without a gun. How about that? Yeah. And a drag queen with a... With a heel. With heels. Wow, wow, wow. Hi, Jody Hamilton. Hi. We're, we're having issues. Oh, so, are you? Yes. All right. Thanks for starting the show while I was not here. Our, well, I mean, we called you. Honey, it's a travel week. Mommy's very... We called you. I was very busy. Oh, I see. Okay, sorry. I, I, I left on vacation without telling you. Uh, I apologize. Thanks. We okay. appreciate that. All right. I'm, hey, we have Glenn Kirshner coming up. I'm not going to miss that. No. Don't be ridiculous. <laughs> and, of course, Charlie Pearson. Jody Hamilton's over. Are we jingling please, please. her today? It's her day. I'm um, sure. It's her normal day. Yeah, she's day. having a, a... Okay. I'm having a day. She's on with Stephanie, she's doing the best she can. Aww. When it comes to laughing, I hope you'll understand that I love Jody Hamilton. Hi, honey. Hi, what's... Hold what's on, it's not oh. working again. Oh, okay. okay. All I right. Just let, I let this... Let it, yeah. Oh, oh, dear. Yeah. It's one of those mornings. It okay. Is. All right. Um. Yeah, that guy, amazing, the uh, uh, Army vet yeah. that we just played. Uh, Richard Fierro is his name. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, say, the, with his say the hero's name and not the yeah. Yeah. psychopath. Uh, was at Club Q with his wife, daughter, and friends on Saturday watching a drag show. And his and his uh, he was there with his his daughter's boyfriend who was yeah. killed. Yeah, mm-hmm. and oh. he's so he had four combat deployments in Iraq and Afghanistan. Uh, obviously, t- tackled the gunman, beat him bloody with his own gun. He said, "I don't know exactly what I did. I just went into combat mode. I know I have to kill this guy before he kills us." Um, and the mayor said he saved a lot of lives. 
I've never encountered a person who engaged in such heroic actions and was so humble about it. Yeah. Um, I didn't even, just some of these details. He said the gunman, he estimated, weighed more than 300 pounds. Oh, my God. Right. Drag performer stomped on the gunman with his heels. Yeah. Um, I know her, there was... Her heels. Her heels. I Well, I know there was some talk on Twitter. I'm not sure whether someone said it was a trans woman, not a drag performer, which is... Uh, you know, Richard an important Fierro distinction. Said it was one of the oh, said it was performers. one of the performers. Okay, so okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, yeah, I. Uh, okay, let's um, yeah, let's do two. Okay. Uh, Richard Fierro, this same uh, army vet. I lost my kid's boyfriend. I tried. I tried to everybody in there. I still feel bad that there's five people. That... <laughs> there's five people that didn't come home, and this guy. Oh. This guy, I told him while I was eating, I said, I'm going to kill you, man, because you tried to kill my friend. One of the, uh, the performers was walking by when the kid was getting tired of kicking, and she the, she helped and kicked him with the, the high heels that she had on. I'm not a hero. I'm just a guy that wanted to protect his kids and his wife, mm. and I still didn't get to protect your boyfriend. Oh, oh my God. Oh, boy. Um. Leslie on Twitter says, gay people aren't shooting up straight nightclubs. Black people aren't shooting up white grocery stores. Latinos are not shooting up Walmarts. Jewish people are not shooting up Christian churches. The violence is coming from one demographic, alt-right radicalized men. And I don't know how many times this can happen where I don't even feel like the mainstream media. I get we're all getting numb to it, but I just feel like you have to name. I think Frank Luguzzi said something like that, right? You have to name it. Uh, Yeah, here he is. Cut a... uh, our friend Frank, uh, Frank Luguzzi. Since we've heard reports that the subject isn't cooperating with police, that means they likely found clear and convincing evidence on his devices. If he's a consumer of the people we just rattled off, from Lauren Boebert to Tucker Carlson, let's get it out. Let's get it out at trial. Let's expose it for what it is, name it and shame it. He's a consumer of these people, and those people should, should face civil consequences from the victims. This is what I, I I knew this was going to end up on our soundbite list is right. because all they do every time this happens, rinse, lather, repeat, mm-hmm. is mock it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, they're trying to blame us. For it. It's like, yes. Yeah. Yes. We're blaming you. When, we are. When your exact rhetoric shows up in the Buffalo Shooters Manifesto. Yep. Yep. Like, what's her name? Congresswoman. Same thing. It's your, they just, mm-hmm. all they do this with their hands. Just, no, not no, us. Not us. And it's like. It's exactly, you could do guess the quote and not know, was it the shooter or was it XYZ Republican right. congressperson right. or Fox News Absolutely. personality. But here's Tucker doing his usual. These horrifying murders in Colorado oh, over horrifying. the weekend oh. really became a pretext for yet more censorship of your speech. You are responsible for this, they told you, because you said the wrong things. Uh-huh. You are guilty of no, stochastic terrorism, yes. inspiring violence by your beliefs. Anderson Lee Aldrich committed mass murder because you complained about the sexualizing of children. Every time you object to drag time story hour for fifth graders or point out that gender mutilation is being committed on minors, which it is, every time you say that, you are putting people's lives at risk. Yes. Okay, so this is what they do. Yeah. You, meaning uh-huh. your their audience, yeah. Donald uh-huh. Trump. Like, right. oh, they're coming for they're you. Coming for they you. could do this to you. Yeah. No, if I, you don't steal classified secrets right. from the government, they're not coming for you. And no, they're not saying you are responsible. You, Tucker, you're responsible. Yeah. Exactly. You're the one that engages in this rhetoric. And it, it's and by the way, no one's forcing anyone to go to a drag show, no, or right. a drag time, or whatever. And there's no sexualization. Not of at any all. Kind. Not we at were all. saying how we used to love going to. It was a drag show here after our 
nighttime show in you, it. You used to go. I had to stay Listen, back in Cin- Cinderella, I know. I it's, a very new it's a sore subject I since 1997. <laughs> <laughs> he was just a button pusher then. Cinderella had to stay and push buttons. Uh-huh. Well, we went to the Fantastic. I'm sure you had a great time. <laughs> but I mean, just all of it, how popular RuPaul's Drag Race, yeah. all those shows are, right? I've been to a drag brunch here. Like, sure. Yeah. And I'm like, when did suddenly this become the new target? What about Trans Milton Burl? And, 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 yeah. Flip exactly. Wilson. Yeah. Flip Wilson. Right. Milton Burl. Right. I mean, come on. That's what I mean. Like, how did this suddenly become their target? And then it's just, it's there, there's always a straight line to lunatics getting a gun in this Absolutely. country. Absolutely. Yeah. It's uh, Lindy Lee tweeted, so let me get this straight. The Colorado Springs shooter was arrested last year for trying to kill his own mom with a homemade bomb. He had a standoff with police after kidnapping her, yet he was never prosecuted and managed to buy an AR-15. What the actual... Because the red flag law didn't go into place, right? Right. In Colorado? Well, we talked about that yesterday. Even when you have a great governor like Jared Polis who tries to do something, Mm -hmm. you got these right-wing sheriffs. They're like, nope, nope, not my, right? I mean... Well, and the Republican mayor of Colorado Springs yesterday. Yeah. Oh, it may have been a right. fake crime. We don't know that oh, yet. I, I, we have the audio. Do you want to hear yes. it? Yes. Oh, sure. Well, what we know, it, it, it has the trappings of a hate crime, given who the victims were, uh, the, the club. Oh. Uh, but I think, think it is premature, think? Uh, premature to it you know, really? be definitive about uh, motivations because uh, it's an ongoing investigation. Really? It's like when, yeah. you know, it's a synagogue. You're like, I, we don't know if Jews were the target. Really? Don't we? Don't we? Really? Don't we? Okay. Which one was that? Just so I that was uh, oh, three. Yeah, four. Oh. That was three. Oh, it was three? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> and then he went on. Okay. Search warrants were done yesterday. That evidence is beco- being compiled. You know, obviously, his social media uh, contacts are being scrubbed, and we're going to see what kinds of statements he's made to other people, well, what, what kind of think? evidence is found in his home that hopefully will enlighten us about motivations. Oh. But on the surface, it sure, certainly has the wow. uh, trappings of a hate crime. All right, thanks, Colombo. Yeah, when Jesus you go to one of H. two gay clubs in the entire town, yeah. who do you think the, yeah. Vi- yeah. the exactly. target is? Did you see the picture of his grandfather with yes. the, the American eagle yeah. fly and yeah. the MAGA hat, tie and the MAGA hat? and yeah. the, He's a was a you know insurrectionist supporter and yep. blah blah blah. It's like yeah yeah yeah. Um yes the red flag. What's his? I don't want to even say his don't name. Don't say his name. He's taken into custody. Um, blah blah blah. Uh, he multiple reports um, about him. I've uncovered personal details about him, including his history of making violent threat. As uh, as uh-huh. I was just talking about the standoff with police. Um, yeah yeah. Um, so this the whole bomb threat, blah, 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 incident took place at the home of Leslie Bowman, who described Aldrich as aggressive, wondered how he was able to obtain the rifle he allegedly used. Yeah. Um, why is he not in jail after that happening? Yep. Bowman told the New York Times, after that initial day, police never reached out to me for additional information. Wow. I'm a Second Amendment supporter, don't get me wrong, but for him to be out there and have access to weapons after that incident, I just yeah. don't understand it. Danger to society. Yes. Because we have, well, I mean, who said it, it here? protecting anything. Who said it? Brandon Wolf, who is, of course, a pulse survivor, right. said it. Like, this is why so many people on Twitter said, shut the f- up, Lauren Boebert. Yes. This yeah. is exactly your rhetoric that's causing That's this. Don't I, talk about how awful it right. is and prayers at this point. Yeah. Right-wing grifters, including politicians like Ron DeSantis, and Greg Abbott, they've been spewing this vile, hateful rhetoric about LGBTQ people. They've been trafficking in some of the oldest, darkest tropes against our community. They've been accusing us of posing a threat to children simply because we exist on planet Earth. And we warned them 
that inevitably this would result in violence. But they just couldn't help themselves. They couldn't help themselves from crafting one more fundraising email or hitting send on one more yep. grotesque tweet. They couldn't help themselves. I got to tell you, my girlfriend, because of the business she's in, just, you know, tends to know a lot of these like conspiracy kind sure. of lunatics. Sure. And it's just, it is, because I've never had direct contact with right. them, like people that keep getting this, people know better than to send this to me. <laughs> yeah. <right>? Same here. <laughs> but I mean, it's just, right? I mean, all of this, it all gels together, this conspiracy nonsense. Someone was talking about their partner just died and they were deluged with an anti-vaxxer. Right. Mm-hmm you know nonsense like you know conspiracy theorists that it, it literally everyone that dies it becomes like oh it's because of the vaccine when there's literally zero data yeah to support any of that and it's just but it's the same kind of awfulness she gets the same kind of anti-grooming well i'm just care about the children and i'm just trying to protect it's like none of that is happening no right. the things that you're being told and fed none of it's happening kids are not you know in litter boxes they're not you know how many times can you go that is not happening the vast majority of pedophiles are straight identified men. Yep. I don't know what the percentage is, but it's pretty high. Yeah. It's very high. It's not drag queens. No. 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 Drag queens want nothing to do with your kids. Right. Exactly. Yes. They as just I, want to read and them as a story. I, as I've said as a homo many times, Jody, I do not even like children. For God's sake. They're fine as long as I can hand them over. I just want to read a story to your kids. That's yeah. Exactly. I'm kidding, Jody. They're fine for... Very limited periods. Very, you know, well, 10, 15 minutes at a time. They're also nice accessories at, at times. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> like, if you want to go to Chuck E. Cheese, you'll look less weird if you go with a child. Rent a child. If you, listen to, if you listen to any shows, radio shows yeah. with homos at all, you will know that we are the last people <laughs> who want to touch your disgusting germ wagon. <laughs> All right, Glenn Kirshner coming up in yeah. 10 minutes. We have a lot of questions, don't we, Law & Order? Yes, we do. Yeah, all oh, right. Oh, boy. All right. Hey, what kind of toy tried to kill you in the 70s, everybody? Let's go to the phones. <laughs> <laughs> we started that yesterday by accident. Yeah. Because yeah. it really was like a, a, a nuclear. nuclear atomic energy lab yeah. uh-huh. that a child could buy in the 50s. Frightening. That, yeah, they, they suddenly decided in 1951 that might be unwise. <laughs> you think? <laughs> I think they... Yeah, they put the toy out, then they did the research on yeah. it. And they're like, maybe not give yeah. the child radioactive, actual radioactive material. Maybe not give the child cancer. Uranium. <laughs> there was uranium. uranium. Well, we were remembering the little chemistry sets. Right. We had one of those. Like, I, I, had little micro- science I had a or... microscope. Right. Yeah. But, I, yeah. That's... But... Anyway, but we got a correction as oh. well. Sci Guy uh, says... Um, the toy Steph was Chris. The toy Steph was talking about was not Shrinky Dinks. It was that. the Mattel Thing Maker right. that heated plastic to right. 390 degrees, yes. which you then poured into metal diecast molds. Right. Right. Serious burns were a frequent result. I would say which Shrinky is surprising. Dinks in addition to the creepy oh. crawler maker or whatever it was. The Thing Maker okay. by Mattel. It I, makes things. Th- yeah. Well, there, there were different versions of it by okay. different toy companies. Oh, all right. Karen in Colorado. Hello, Karen. Yeah, good morning, everyone. Uh, just a quick uh, comment about the media and how pervasive this grooming mythology is. Uh, when I was listening to the Sunday morning uh, police conference, because I live just west of Colorado Springs, and there was a reporter that came up with a question. She asked, were there any uh, minors there at that time? Oh, it's, and oh that's my God, me- it's a bar! I know. That's what made me so angry. It's like, that's one of these Tucker Carlson type of questions. Yeah. yeah. we're just asking. Yeah. But, you know, look at what they're implying. This is crazy. Yeah. yeah. 
I know. And, and that's, that's, Karen, I, what I, I keep saying, no one is forcing anyone no, to go to a right. drag show or drag no. time. I mean, it's just, it's, it's, that's what made the insanity of it, right? Yeah, it is. It's crazy. Mm. And real quick, I just make big hugs to Karen from Chicago and Danielle yeah. who called in yesterday. Yeah. Uh, I listened to them and just big hugs to both of yeah, them. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you, honey. Yeah, I, our, our beloved Karen in Chicago yeah. just is the mother of a trans child. It, it just is heartbreaking. Yeah. You know, well, my grandniece is trans, so, yeah. you yeah. know, I, I get it. Yeah. yeah. But it's just to know that, you know, whatever group, your loved one is the target of yeah. this is, is just heartbreaking. It's got to be terrifying, you know. There were some people in that community that said they stopped going to the club before this happened yep. because they, they could feel the level of, yep. of you know, rhetoric and whatever. Yeah, uh, give me nine. This is uh, MSNBC tech reporter talking about this as well. In March and April of this year, as the far right-wing conservatives sort of got over CRT or critical race theory, they needed a new boogeyman. And they left on LGBTQ community members, specifically trans people, their doctors, their caregivers, libraries that had books that were LGBT-focused. Um, this was really just sort of the cause celebrate on the far right. Um, since April, we've also seen a one-to-one correlation with um, violence, harassment, assaults, mm-hmm. real-world violence in this community. Yep. Your words have consequences. Yep. And this assault rifle apparently was uh, legally purchased by the suspect. Mm-hmm. So, you know, once again, here we go with the wheel of uh, blame and uh, no one will do anything about it. Yeah. I just, I don't know if you saw that story of uh, shooting victims meeting with Ted Cruz and just begging him to do yeah. something yeah. and how distraught they were at his reaction. Yeah. Just, uh, it's like they've checked out as human yep. beings yep. every time this happens. I love it. It's a fabulous program. It's the Stephanie Miller Show. The Car Show has aired on KPFK since 1973. And perhaps you have a car that's been sitting in your driveway since 1973 or 1993. Or maybe you're still driving it, but it's time to say goodbye. Get rid of that thing and help KPFK at the same time. Your donation of your old car gets it out of your life and helps KPFK as a tax-deductible donation. And not just cars. Trucks, boats, and motorcycles are also welcome. It's easy. Just call 877-KPFK-AUTO and we'll handle all the details. Let your old car help KPFK. mix of hatred plus clinging to assault weapons is is the laziest way targeting your opponent targeting what you don't like is the is the laziest way out and seemingly they think the easiest way to just make what you don't like go away but it is about instilling fear and the correct response for the rest of us is to step up and and push back right right at them ah, our friends uh frank laguzzi um Mean Progressive tweeted, uh, Steph, your father being a Nuremberg prosecutor was mentioned in Rachel Maddow's final episode of the Ultra podcast. Oh, wow. Well, I think it goes a long way to explaining why I have daddy issues with somebody. (laughs) Handsome. (laughs) Thank God. Former U.S. Attorney Glenn Kirchner is here. Get me Glenn Kirchner. Former 30-year federal prosecutor Glenn Kirchner. I can listen to him talk all day. Who has answered the call for his country once again. MSNBC legal analyst Glenn Kirshner. On the Stephanie Miller Show all day. Pearson Blue-Eyed. Glenn Kirshner. We got that Glenn Kirshner now. 
okay. Hi, good morning, Glenn Kirshner. Good morning, Steph. Oh, my gosh. Not uh, not the happiest subject to start with, obviously, because, you, you know, clearly all the talk is about this latest tragedy, uh, predictable tragedy in, in Colorado. Right. Um, talk to us a minute just about the red flag laws failing to uh, this guy apparently legally purchased this AR-15. Mm-hmm. Um, just talk to us about your initial thoughts on what what's happened. Yeah. So red flag laws allow law enforcement authorities to temporarily seize weapons from somebody if they believe that person poses a demonstrable danger to others. You know, what we are learning in the aftermath of the Club Q shooting is that this uh, this gunman apparently had made bomb threats. He was charged with kidnapping and menacing now what we have what i have seen reported is those charges were dropped and apparently the record was sealed so whether this was truly a failure of red flag laws or not you know we'll we'll have to wait to hear more about that but you know this this is all about guns it's not about mental health it's not about frankly red flag laws it's all about guns and the republicans as we know will continue to worship at the altar of virtually unrestricted access to weapons of war, assault rifles, and they'll continue to let the blood money flow into their campaign coffers until we rise up and say, we're not going to take it anymore. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So you've been at the, uh, let's talk about that real quick. You've been at the Oath Keepers trial. You said Oath Keepers case is finally to the jury. So what does that mean? Just update us on where we are. This is the Stuart Rhodes trial, right? Yes, so uh, Stuart Rhodes and four of his fellow Oath Keepers are on trial for seditious conspiracy and seven other felonies, basically for trying to violently stop the certification of Joe Biden's election win. So closing arguments finished up yesterday. The jury will begin deliberating today. I don't expect we're going to see verdicts anytime soon because the trial ran about seven weeks. I attended the whole thing. So the jury has a lot of evidence to go through. But what I will say, Steph, is the evidence of guilt of these defendants is overwhelming. That doesn't guarantee a conviction because the defense attorneys did their best to engage in some misdirection and dumb down a lot of the evidence in their closing arguments. I think the jury will see right through it. And I think probably shortly after the holiday, we'll begin to see the jury uh, delivering some verdicts. I will warn everybody, you know, I tried a big RICO case with six defendants and what the the jurors did is they would decide all of the charges against one defendant, they would come out, announce those verdicts. They would go back and keep deliberating. And deliberations and verdicts took about a month in that case. Yeah. So we still may be in for the long the long haul here. Yeah. So uh, Riley Williams, the Pennsylvania woman who barged into Nancy Pelosi's office, was found guilty of multiple counts uh, that she faced Monday. Uh, what's your impression in general of how the... Obviously, we're going to get to the whole <laughs> up to the big kahuna. But yeah. how, what's your impression yeah. of how the how it's going so far against the, you know, as you would call them, the what do we call them? Not the suits, the, 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 the boots, boots on the ground. These are right. the, boots the boots of the insurrection. Right. Yeah. These are the ones who acted on Donald Trump's command to attack the Capitol. And all of the boots are being convicted to a defendant, Steph. Every single insurrectionist who's gone to draw, trial in front of a jury has been convicted. My friends and former colleagues at the D.C. U.S. Attorney's Office are in court every day across multiple courtrooms in court, prosecuting these people, convicting these people. And, you know, we do have to work our way up to the suits. But I actually think we owe a huge debt of gratitude 
to the dozens and dozens and dozens of federal prosecutors who are representing we the people extraordinarily well in these prosecutions. Yeah. So let's get to the big question. Because we've been flailing without you, as you know, <laughs> ever since the appointment of Jack Smith, who apparently is not the guy in the Matrix. I, no. He puts on sunglasses. I think he is no, Agent Smith, but guy. no, it's not a different guy. guy. Different, different guy. guy. Okay. But, you know, Glenn, my, I think it was Barb McQuaid I saw on TV first that said, you know, the Justice Department wouldn't be doing a special prosecutor if they weren't going to indict, if they were going to decline. So, you know, and then everyone from you know, to Ellie Mistal was like, this is, you know, and I know Joe Weinbanks initially said this is a waste of time and money. And you and I have been obviously impatient for justice for a long time. And my first thought is, why isn't it indictments? Why is it, you know, yet another step? But I, you know, you know, it takes me a second to calm down, but um, <laughs> just a little. But I think we all have Mueller fatigue, right? We think, oh, God, are we starting all over again? Blah, blah, blah. But a lot of people have pointed out how Lawrence Tribe and others that they think this will speed it up and not slow it down dying to get your take on it because it, it, it i do get that it's different a bill Barr's not in charge it's not trump's justice department he is not starting from scratch but give us your whole overview on this yes yeah, if i wish we had an hour there's so much Me to too. unpack and we do have we have superhero fatigue we thought bob Mueller was going to come in yeah. and uh take trump out his report did take trump out the problem is congress and the department of justice didn't right. act on the crimes that Bob Mueller documented in volume two of the Trump-Russia report. We thought Merrick Garland was going to come in and do what was necessary. It turns out in hindsight, Merrick Garland turned out to be too much judge and not enough prosecutor. So I am not prepared to say Jack Smith is galloping in on the white horse and he's going to take care of all this. However, <laughs> first thing I did was I talked to all my friends and former colleagues who worked with or for Jack Smith. I don't know Jack personally. To a person, they cannot speak highly enough of yeah. his determination to hold criminal politicians accountable um, without regard to politics or criticism or fear of failure. Here's why I really like the appointment of Jack Smith. We can do an autopsy on whether Merrick Garland should have appointed yeah. a special counsel. There are good arguments on both sides, but I think the bottom at the bottom of it all, once Trump announced he was a candidate, Let's face it, Merrick Garland is Joe Biden's attorney general. Yeah. So to have Joe Biden's attorney general going after Joe Biden's only announced political opponent in the 2024 election, I believe left Merrick Garland no other choice but to appoint a special counsel. Yeah. So Jack Smith, when he was head of the public integrity section at the Department of Justice, where lots of my friends work, um, he took on cases like Republican Congressman Rick Renzi, from Arizona, who his prosecutors uh, convicted of racketeering, bribery, extortion. He took on a Democrat senator from New Jersey, Bob Menendez, and that ended in a hung jury. I'll come back to that in a second. He took on Republican governor of Virginia, Bob McDonnell. That ended in convictions, although later on the Supreme Court overturned those convictions. Not a failure by Jack Smith and his team. It's a failure by the Supreme Court because they wanted to cut back on the Department of Justice's ability to go after high government officials for corruption. That's a Supreme Court failure. And I think we've seen the Supreme Court fail ever since. He also went after a Democrat, Senator John Edwards, for campaign finance crimes. That resulted in a hung jury. So he won some political cases. He lost some political cases. But he did it all without fear or favor or, or, or the possibility that he would lose and be criticized. 
Steph, give me that kind of prosecutor on my team every day. Yeah. Somebody who goes against Republicans and Democrats without fear or favor and is not afraid of failure. Yeah. That's who I want on my team. Let me add, he also went after a CIA officer for mishandling classified information. Oh. How might that experience come in handy? Oh. And then he's been a war crimes prosecutor yeah. going after the some Hague. of the world's most egregious yeah. criminals. And that is great uh, relatable experience because let's face it, he is now going after one of the world's most egregious criminals. See, yep. you've activated my daddy gene, my daddy, <laughs> is, my daddy issues again. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I mean that's the, you know obviously coming from the Hague. You're like, well, I like that. Um, so what? So what is it? I think it was Lawrence Tribe that said he thought this actually sped things up because he's joining, like you know, in progress. What do you think that means? Someone was saying that's more when you're wrapping up rather than, the, you know, that he's not starting from scratch, right? Yeah, they, they brought in not only Jack Smith, but David Raskin, one of our premier national security and terrorism prosecutors. You do not put these people on a case to decline to bring an indictment. You put these people on the case to indict. I, I was concerned at first. My gut reaction is, here we go again. Will this delay matters? Because when Bob Mueller was appointed, remember, Steph, he was appointed from jump. There was no ongoing criminal investigation. Right. He had to create it out of whole cloth. Hire agents, hire yeah. prosecutors, hire a staff, stand up an office, and then begin pro investigating and possibly prosecuting. Jack Smith, his, his very appointment is take over yeah. these ongoing investigations and move forward and that's what jack smith is doing yeah. merrick garland i think you know engaged in too much analysis paralysis i still maintain he's a good honest honorable person yeah. but he, he was you know 24 years a judge yeah. and before that a prosecutor he i think he lost his prosecutorial instincts if there's one thing you cannot say about jack smith is that he's lost any prosecutorial <laughs> instincts yeah. he is all prosecutor i think things will accelerate now. At least that's my hope. Okay. Um, I was curious your thoughts on Bill Barr chiming in that Donald Trump is, <laughs> in his opinion, indictable. Your thoughts? Bill Barr <laughs> says he's indictable and he'd still vote for him. What yeah. does that tell you about Bill right. Barr? Bill yeah. Barr loves supporting abject criminals. That man is unworthy of even a moment of consideration by us. He's, yeah. a, he's a trash person. Uh, yes, he is. Garbage person, yes. yes. Um, you uh, tweeted, Congress, if you're listening, it's time for an investigation. I'd fashion it uh, an impeachment inquiry of Justice Alito. His lies to the Senate, to the American people, and to the late Senator Ted Kennedy must be uh, investigated because women's constitutional rights matter. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I've, i got to get your take on this latest bombshell report about uh, Judge uh, Justice Alito leaking. Yeah, the New York Times, um, you know, made it pretty clear in its reporting, I think, two days ago. A couple, Mr. and Mrs. Wright, had dinner with another couple, Mr. and Mrs. Alito. And the next day, Mrs. Wright contacted this reverend, um, Shank is his name, mm -hmm. and said, I've got some very interesting information. No emails, please. And then she told him that basically Alito authored the Hobby Lobby opinion. Another opinion yeah. that basically is religion over the rule of law and that Hobby Lobby is going to win. So Alito leaked his own opinion, the Hobby Lobby opinion. Don't you think he probably also leaked the Dobbs opinion yeah. revoking women's constitutional privacy rights? Yeah. And then acted all huffy about it. Right. Um, the Democrats on the House and Senate Judiciary demanded Sunday that, uh, that John Roberts comply with their investigation into the court's refusal to abide by ethics laws. 
Um, Sheldon Whitehouse was, of course, one of the uh, authors of the letter. Um, I don't. I, I again, I know you've said this before, but what, why aren't we? In, why, I, why does it feel like Democrats are are reticent, particularly when you see this, you know, complete bull? Pardon my language about Hunter Biden investigations, Dr. Fauci, and God knows what else. Why would why why are we not opening impeachment inquiries into Alito and Thomas as it regards January 6th? I can't answer that question because we have had women most directly have had constitutional rights revoked, clawed back. And the Supreme Court has virtually announced it's preparing to revoke more of our constitutional rights. I don't understand why we don't open an investigation into that. But it looks like, Steph, thanks to Senator Whitehouse's letter yesterday to Chief Justice Roberts, it feels like maybe the Senate Judiciary Committee is now on that path. Let's support them. Let's keep screaming about the need for these hearings. Yeah. Because, you know, we can't just sit back and let them revoke our constitution. Yeah. Ask John Roberts, by the way, how's that leak investigation going? Yeah. About Dobbs. How's that? How's that looking? Yeah. Yeah. Um, you also tweeted Cassidy Hutchinson and Mike Flynn testify to testify to Georgia grand jury about Trump's election crimes. What can we expect from each witness? I mean, here we are with the same, you know, like question. Mm-hmm. Georgia is the now Jack Smith with either espionage or sedition. Like which <laughs> which wheel of justice is going to you know go first, right? Yeah. Now that Jack Smith is on on the uh, on the case, uh, I think you know. We've, we've talked about this a hundred times, and I go back and forth about who might drop the first indictment on Donald Trump's head. I'm thinking Jack Smith is going to be so concerned about the national security implications of what Donald Trump did in the stolen classified documents case yeah. that if I had to bet my buck, my betting limit, I would bet a buck on that now being the first indictment to drop. But Fawnie Willis is methodically working through everything, so... Um, so we'll see. Yeah. Um, real quick, uh, finally, Matt Gates, uh, of course, reelected. Oy. Yeah. Uh, but the lawyer for uh, Joel Greenberg uh, said he can't figure out why he has not been indicted, given what his client has given to the Justice Department. He, um, in a court filing, he alleged that the Justice Department's failure to prosecute Gates is like Nero fiddling away as Rome burns. Mm. Um, as we know, Gates begged the White House for a pardon for yeah. just, you know, anything, not just January 6th. What, what do you think has happened in this case? Uh, so Joel Greenberg's lawyer does not know what the other witnesses and victims in the case have done, okay. whether they've cooperated, declined to cooperate. Right. I've heard rumblings all along that it was a very troubled prosecution investigation, I should say, not necessarily because of what Joel Gates has said. And Joel Gates is one of Greenberg. Witnesses. You can't indict anybody. You melded on Joel them Gates together. Joel, Gre- Joel Greenberg, right? Yeah. You said Joel, Joel Greenberg. Joel, Joel Greenberg. Yeah, well, you know, they are sort of the two-headed monster. Right. Yes. They sort of clomb them together. Um, Joel Greenberg, I'm sorry. Yeah. So, you know, Greenberg's lawyer doesn't know about the other right. pieces of the case. So he's kind of talking out of school because mm-hmm. if he's relying entirely on his cruddy client's word to, con- to indict somebody, that's not the way prosecutors go about doing it. So I am going to trust that this investigation has been done aggressively and thoroughly and for whatever reason, the prosecutors don't believe there's enough evidence mm. to indict Gates, at least not yet. Mm. Mm. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so thankful for you. Happy Thanksgiving, sir. Yeah. We will see you when uh, after the holiday. Yes. You too, Steph. Have a great holiday, everybody. All right, Thanks, you too. There he goes. So thankful. Yep. Okay. Jody, I say this every time, but I... It's just this whole, like, cyclical horror show that makes me uncomfortable. As We're not... I mean, I don't know. Are we media? Is anybody that works in their basement yeah, we're, media? We're, we're media. 
But we it's are. just, you know what I mean? It's like you, every time there's a new tragedy, we trot out the member, you know, yep. let's get together. Yeah. Let's dance for us. Pulse Night Cub Survivors. Let's hear Fred you. Fred Gutenberg, yeah. Yeah, Fred Gutenberg. Like, show us your pain again because there's yeah. been a bunch of other school kids shot up somewhere. And so, you know, like, let's do this whole, like, uh, you know. I hear the evil clown car music in my head. Just let's do the whole evil clown car again. And then yeah. all the usual villains get out and say it's not Tucker Carlson. It's not, you know, guns. It's this. It's that. Right. And we and then we do it all over again. Mm-hmm. And it's just exhausting. It is. Uh, oh, by the way, um, Dr. Jonathan Reiner, who we follow on the Twitters, because mm-hmm. um, I'm getting ready to travel tomorrow. And we were talking, Jody, about how few people have the bivalent booster or are masking anymore. And it's just I'm going to see my almost 100-year-old mother, and it's just the same, speaking of cyclical nightmares, right, mm-hmm. of that we're still not through, not over COVID because people won't get the booster and wear their mask. Okay, he tweeted, while we're at it, why don't we hold hearings about why nine out of the 10 worst COVID death rates are in states that vote Republican? Yep. Thank you. It's just, again, something that shouldn't be partisan, but is. Blood and that violence, could be part of the COVID. reason they didn't win the Senate back. Yeah. Right, right. Voters died. Yeah. Yes, yes, I exactly. Oh, by the way, yes, uh, Ted Cruz. I was talking, I don't know which really? shooting survivors said they met with him, and they just Uvalde, were, I think. I think it was Uvalde. Yeah, it was yeah. Uvalde. It they were been, shocked. Yeah. They were shocked at how just registered nothing as a human being mm-hmm. will do nothing about it. Uh, yeah. Awful. Yeah. The Democrats are coming after me. There is no... Republican in the United States Senate who Democrats would like to beat more oh, than me. Oh, Last time, it was the most expensive Senate race in United States history. They outraised and outspent me three to one. Mm. And because I'm leading the fight against these disastrous policies, they want to take me out. Oh, God. Just because you're the most awful. Isn't he the human embodiment of that member, the most irritating sound in the world? <laughs> That's exactly. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah, that's him. He's yeah. just like a dental drill mixed with a uh, nails on a chalkboard. Feral, feral cat. Yes. Feral cat. A feral cat's nails on a chalkboard. Yes. Mixed with a dental drill. I, there are feral cats in my neighborhood, and I hear them bite every once in a while. It's a horrible. It's sound. a horror. Oh my god! And poor Boots doesn't know what to do with it. Aww. <laughs> He's like scary outdoor yeah. cats. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay, so uh, happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Can yeah. we just say that? If we don't, I'll, we'll be here tomorrow. Yeah. And then fantastic best ofs. Wonderful Thursday best ofs. Friday. One of the things I'm very thankful for Jody Hamilton, Chris Lavoy. So thankful. Family. Family. Travis, too, but family. He's here. Travis, Travis Geist. Geist. Oh, he's just on vacation. Let's not start that rumor again. <laughs> Travis is still with us. Just vacationing. I have him in the bag right here. Yes. Yeah. But I. <laughs> But anyway, I, I told the story that I, speaking of thankful, I got to go uh, to dinner. My girlfriend and I got to go to dinner at Lily Tomlin and Jane Wagner's. I got a picture in this chair from right. the Incredible Shrinking Woman. Concepcion! I'm in the garbage disposal! Okay. Chris and I love that movie I, so I much. watched that over and over and over again. The Edith Ann chair is uh, by the pool, but as I said yesterday, I didn't want to over-ask for pictures in giant chairs. <laughs> I got one. Okay. With a comedy legend. Anyway, so I... I still don't know how you climbed up in, into that chair. Yeah. I don't know. I don't remember. I don't know how there the comedy legend there was, climbed up into that chair. There was wine served. Okay. I know. I don't... I, maybe she had those big shoes on that she wore in Incredible Shrinking Woman. I don't remember. Those big platform <laughs> Or did shoes. you borrow mine? Uh-huh. Superstar <laughs> yes. Stacy or whatever yes. the doll's name was. Anyway. Yeah. But I told her yesterday... I, first of all, has this happened to you guys where you don't get a, vo- a voicemail till like two days later or something? What? 
No. No. Yes, she apparently called, you know, to make sure we got home safe. Okay. Mm-hmm. I just got it yesterday. Nice. You got it yesterday. <laughs> yes, but I te- she texted me too because they're oh, like okay. my comedy moms. So right. I wanted to, but I just have to tell you, I don't know if it's okay to play this, but she is as but hilarious. But you are anyway. I, but oh, Blanche. Oh, Blanche. Well, we played the one where she's after Jane will call hour, and let us know. When we overserved her and she's like, I want that podcast eradicated. <laughs> I want that happy hour. I want it gone. <laughs> she's like, I'm just kidding. Um, Jane will call if it was inappropriate yes. for you to play this. Yeah. <laughs> Jane's the heavy. She's just as hilarious on a voice message. My favorite part was, let me know you got home safe, but I, if you didn't, I don't want to hear from you. Hi, Stephanie. Joyce. If you know, if you get this message, give me a call. And if you don't make the call in the next half hour, you could call me later in the night or anything. You tell me that you got home safely. And if you don't do that, you could call me in the morning and tell me you got home safely. If you didn't get home safely, I really don't want to hear from you. Just kidding. Okay, you better call me. Or tell me. Call me. Girlfriend's name. Yeah. Unable to dial a phone. Okay, bye. What did she say? She said, "Have have your girlfriend call you in case you're unable to dial a phone." Right. In case you died. Also, that was I think the last line. In case you've died. I love that she left that message. I don't know when was that Saturday night, and then I didn't call her till yesterday. But she was like, "No, well, something happened." She she did her part. (laughs) Exactly. You didn't get home safely. I don't really want to hear about it. <laughs> <laughs> They've been the most amazing friends and mentors to me they my whole life. They're I the love. kindest, most generous uh, people in the world. But that's um, the way, you know, I'm just saying like, to be thankful for stuff at Thanksgiving, that mm-hmm. we all have our regular family <laughs> and our chosen family. <laughs> now, some of our regular family's fine. Some of them. Particularly your comedy legend, part of your family, Carol Burnett. She's lovely. Does she leave funny phone messages? Sometimes. Usually for you. Probably you have too much decorum to play them on the show. Yes, and usually it's, hey, wish Stephanie a happy 40th birthday. Is your mom That's cook, hilarious. Does your mom cook turkey? No. <laughs> don't be ridiculous. What I, would you, don't, like you, you don't get to sim- you don't simultaneously cook up that many right. Emmys and know how to cook a turkey. <laughs> right, that's true. But she does do a mean uh, meatloaf, or at least okay. she used to. All right. Um, also, sometimes I get, did we have Joanne Worley? I also get like one degree of Lily's common separation phone calls. Which are equally fantastic. <laughs> right? See, because this is what I'm saying about, about you know, chosen family that will do anything for you. Like, yes. Like this. Wait, are you trying to find it? Here we go. No, got it. But okay. Got it. Here it comes. Okay, here it Hi, comes. Stephanie Miller. Joanne Worley calling you. Lily Tomlin just called me and said that you wanted a boring. <laughs> and then I don't think she realized that we already got it. Right. So we didn't have to. Well, she didn't leave a number anyway, but we yeah. already got it. Yeah. That's all I wanted was just, you know. Because we were talking about how competent and, you know, boring the Biden right. administration is. Right. Just competence after the, you know, show we went through. The orange. Okay. Oh, Jody, I've been talking about this. So my insomnia and having watched every rom-com that's ever been made. Right. Has led me to discover uh, Grey's Anatomy. Right. Like, like 20 years later. Okay. And I, But everything old is new again. I'm, I can't even help it, Chris. I'm just, I become current just by being so retro. But Ellen Pompeo is just enough. She's leaving. Yeah. I'm only on it's season two. last season, yeah. I'm only on season two. Yeah. I have, it's okay. There's a whole new crew of kids. I, she is exiting <laughs> after being on the show for 19 seasons. Uh-huh. Yeah. 
Right. I. It's her show. Right. It's named after it's her, her character. Oh my god, I'm I'm so down the rabbit hole, but I'm still only in season two. Oh no, you'll two. enjoy it. Yeah. Her, her character's name is Meredith Grey. Yes. As in right. Ray's right. anatomy. She's, and she's hot. Oh, so hot. She's she's. Very you'll cool. like her story arc over the last 19 years. Yeah. <laughs> it's so Hollywood. Only people from Hollywood use the term story arc. arc no, yeah. writers do too. <laughs> anyway, now I have something from both ways on the plane. And now uh, Rachel Maddow's new podcast because she mentions my daddy. So That's I'm, all you need to know. I'm set up on the plane. Have no fear. Steffi's here. It's the Stephanie Miller Show. Hi, this is John Schneider. Join me for a special Thanksgiving edition of The Global Village next Thursday at 11 o'clock when we'll be listening to excerpts from the complete 1981 studio sessions of Glenn Gould's historic recording of Bach's Goldberg Variations. It was just nominated for a Grammy as the best historic recording of 2022. No, we won't be listening to all 11 hours, but the excerpts are fascinating. That's next Thursday at 11 o'clock for Thanksgiving Day with the Global Village. I'll be listening for you. Verified. There's no ballot stuffing. There's no foul play. The only red wave this season is going to be a German Shepherd commander knocks over the cranberry sauce on our table. <laughs> that will cause. They are big turkeys, aren't they? My fellow Americans, please welcome the 2022 National Thanksgiving turkeys, chocolate and chip. <laughs> chocolate and chip and dad jokes. I love it. Oh, Uncle Joe. Okay. <laughs> All right, speaking of family, look who's here. It's Uncle Charlie, everybody. <laughs> There's only one man now that understands, and that's the author of Idiot America. Pierce. Pierce. Charlie Pierce, political columnist for Esquire.com. Why is everybody always laughing with me? Good morning, Charlie Pierce. Good morning, my Thanksgiving treat. <laughs> <laughs> Good morning, Charlie Pierce. Oh, Hi, guys. Hi. Happy uh, holidays week. Hi. Yeah, uh, I, I guess right because we won't be talking again until afterwards. I know. So. Yeah. Well, I know. Next week. Yeah. Very thankful for you, uh-huh. sir. Um, and I, this is, by the way, this is the opening of the holiday season, uh-oh. and as such, it's time to reintroduce everyone to no. oh, Santa no. Buddha. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Not Santa Buddha again. Um, you know, just when Glenn Kirshner has us all calmed down about this special counsel, you write a piece entitled Merrick Garland is making a mistake by appointing a special counsel. Uh, um, I have to say, Charlie, first of all, I'm a Libra, but I literally every legal expert I listen to, I'm like, yeah, oh, that's a good point. No, no, wait, that's a good point. I kind of see both the sides of this, but yeah. tell us yeah. your tell us your take. Well, legal, legally... I think it's probably a good idea. I mean, I, I take every point Glenn made from a legal standpoint. Okay. Right. 
I think from a political standpoint, it's a mistake. I think I think from a political standpoint, it's one more layer of insulation between the, the those who are being investigated and the investigators. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I, I'm perfectly willing to be proven wrong in that. Yeah. You know, Rude Pundit said the same thing. Mm-hmm. He said, I just I hope I'm proven wrong. I get what you mean. You said a special counsel means another layer of bureaucracy, which implies further delays and opportunities for mischief and deceit. The circumstances are simply not that extraordinary here. The guy is a private citizen suspected of a crime. That's all he is. No more or less. There's nothing magical about declaring yourself a candidate for president. You're not then blessed with the magic oil of uh, immunity. That's not a get out of jail free card. If it were, Harvey Weinstein would have filed for the New Hampshire primary. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But you just said, um, yeah, the uh, blah, blah, blah. You said uh, he is the chief law enforcement official of the United States. Enforce the damn law and do it yourself, which goes to everybody's point. Right, Charlie, that it's Merrick Garland's Mm -hmm. decision in the end. Anyway, this is not an independent prosecutor. Right. Right. And and, and I think uh, a very important point uh, that Glenn made uh, was uh, that he's not working across purposes with the attorney general the way Mueller was. Right. Right. No, that, everybody's the on the thing. same team this time. And I, that may make all the difference. Yeah. Uh, well, and also that he's not starting say. from scratch that right. they're saying, I mean, I, Lawrence tribe says this is in his opinion, going to speed it up rather than slow it down. But what do you, what's your, well, far be it from me to disagree with professor tribe, but I'm going to take a wait and see on it. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I want, I, you know, I, I, I really do though object to the idea that just declaring president gives you some kind of, you know, free pass mm-hmm. yeah. from being investigated or prosecuted yeah. or that it changes the dyna- it changes the dynamic in any way. It should- well, I have to hope that, you know, because obviously Garland cited that, you know, his declaring for this decision. But if, you know, uh, what do you call it? Jack Smith is the, the you know, Hague, <laughs> you know, bulldog that Glenn Kirshner says he is. Then you're, it's, you know, Trump always makes things worse for Trump, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, you know, we'll see uh, again. But uh, I think that uh, in, in stating that it was... Uh, Trump's declaration of candidacy that prompted this move. Garland looks like he's dancing to the wrong fiddler, basically. I mean, he looks like he's 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 reacting to Trump rather than the other way around. Mm-hmm. But again, yeah, I I can I can be absolutely wrong about this. Yeah, and I hope I am. Yeah, I don't care how we get to indictments, same <laughs> or when exactly. But uh, you also no, I, I mean, don't care if he gets indicted by the Keeblerels as long as he gets indicted. <laughs> Is that a possibility? It's possible. Uh, um, you also tweeted Jim Jordan will likely get the gavel on the judiciary, and James Comer will get the gavel on oversight, and the circus will come to down with dancing bears and brass bands. I mean, Charlie, is there going to be a political price to be paid for a party that just ran on inflation and crime and is going to do not an effing thing about well, any they, of they that? They have nothing to do. I mean, there's no, there's no plan. There's no you know strategy beyond you know letting the crazy people have their head on investigations and, and clog up as much as you can. Yeah. Uh, you know, Marjorie Taylor Greene says she's going to defund the Justice Department if the if this special counsel gets up and running. Well, she can't do that, okay? The House can try. The Senate will certainly step on it, and then the President will veto it, and that'll be it. Yeah. Let's but, let's try to get our minds around them, trying to shut down the entire Justice Department of the United States, right. a party that just ran uh, on controlling crime for one man to protect one criminal. I mean, it's, it's extraordinary when you think about it. Well, I mean, I, I think, and I think 
while that's a while that's a good rhetorical point, they aren't protecting one man. They're protecting a whole bunch of people. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Yeah. yeah, I mean, a lot of there are a lot of complicit folks. Oh, am I happy clapping? We're gonna we're gonna take the house back have, when they these, all get indicted. These people spend time having dinner with. <laughs> yeah, um, right. Yeah. So they're not just protecting Trump. They're protecting everyone. Yeah. Yeah, I get it. Um, you, by the way, you all, you like to point out to us there's not a single public policy issue on which Liz Cheney is not on the wrong side. Guns, climate crisis, economy, civil liberties. We just have to keep that in mind as, right. as we're getting across the, the river on her back. Well, I'm getting across the river on Benny Thompson's back. I'd show yeah. that back. <laughs> That's the safer back. Um, yeah. But he's too, he's, too busy trying to, he's too busy trying to get Jackson's water clean and rural hospitals in the Mississippi Delta from closing. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and Benny's got a lot on his plate. By the way, uh, Liz Cheney doesn't give a damn about either one of those issues. Not yeah, at all. True. Yeah. Speaking of rock stars, you said Pelosi has moved aside for a new generation of leaders, but she will do what she can to help that generation rise. Another reason I'm glad she's sticking around. Um, Charlie, we were saying like the difference in what public service looks like. Like Adam Frisch saying, you know, I'm not going to have taxpayers pay for a recount. You know, spend it yeah. on, on groceries and gas, right. right? Like, that's what public service looks like. I'm not going to, you know, even because he was just saying it very... Uh, I think it's Carl Frisch, isn't it? No. No. <laughs> no. I was confused briefly because I thought you might have been talking by some congressman from California that I wasn't aware of. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, you win, you lose. Right. You know, no, but I mean, Pelosi had the humility. You win and you... you you, 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 you mourn briefly and have a drink when you lose and live to fight another day. Yeah. We haven't seen the last of him. I guarantee you that. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, Pelosi having the humility to go, I'm going to serve out my term because that's what I told the people of San Francisco, mm-hmm. you know, be a backbencher or whatever you want to call it. I mean, you know, it's just it is extraordinary how they are driven entirely by ego and power. Yeah. Yeah. They're. Uh, I. I I, I, I did not think that being uh, soulless was contagious, but apparently it is. Yeah, um, I don't see a single I don't see a single public servant anywhere in the House of Representatives right now. Yeah, and as hard as pe- as hard as people are trying to make the fact that there's some sort of weird centrist caucus that's going to rein everybody in. No. They are. How's that working so far? Yeah. We just played whiny little bitchmas, but because <laughs> they are the they are the party of just vindictive, whiny, petty grievances, right? Just you know, vindictiveness, revenge. I mean, Ilan Omar accused uh, Kevin McCarthy of fomenting violence against her with his promise to force her off her uh, position in the House of Foreign Affairs Committee. She said, uh, "From the moment I was elected, the Republican Party has made it their mission to use fear, xenophobia, Islamophobia, and racism to target me on the House floor and through millions." of dollars of uh, campaign ads, whether it's Marjorie Taylor Greene holding a gun next to my head in campaign ads or Trump list threatening to send me back to my country, despite the fact I've been a proud citizen of the U.S. for more than 20 years. This constant stream of ha- hate has led to hundreds of death threats, incredible plots against me and my family. Uh, and McCarthy's effort to repeatedly single me out for scorn and hatred, including threatening to strip me from my committee, does nothing to address the issues our constituents deal with, uh, inflation, health care, the climate crisis, etc. But it is, it's just, you know, same thing with Schiff and Swalwell, right? It's and just AOC. vindictiveness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And AOC, I, I think it's conspicuous. However, they don't they don't mess with our with, with my with my woman Ayanna Presley. Right. Yeah. They they don't come for her because she learned her politics on the Boston City Council, so she's much better at it than they are. Yeah. I can't I I can't believe what, I can't remember now what thing made my head explode that Kevin McCarthy said about why. 
somebody wasn't trustworthy to be on a committee when he's got the likes of Marjorie Taylor yeah. Greene in right. his caucus. Somebody he's going to have Jim Jordan chairing the House Judiciary Committee. He's going to swing the same gavel right. that Peter Regino did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, my God. Yeah. You know, his tongue should burn with fire, as they say on Star Trek. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> um, so, uh, Charlie, what... Uh, By the way, up yeah. here in Massachusetts, we're ruled entirely by women now. I know, right? <laughs> Congratulations. Charlie's point is who won the world. Girls. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, we've got point guard uh, Governor Mora mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Attorney General uh, Andrea. It's it's a it's a brand new world. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, Charlie, what, I, we didn't talk to you yet about the whole, this latest tragedy in uh, Colorado. Uh, I just was saying that... I, it's exhausting, I know, for all of us, but it's just it's the same cycle. Like every single time, is they foment this violence, and then they, you know, it, it, go, oh, it's not us, it's not our rhetoric. When it's the exact rhetoric every time that comes right from Republican politicians and Fox News hosts. That- of course, it does. Uh, you know, it, it, it's it's you know othering people to a dangerous to a dangerous extent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Happy Thanksgiving, Charlie. See you Happy next Thanksgiving. week. Happy Thanksgiving. Travel safe, everybody. We'll Thank do. you. Come back next All right. Tuesday. Yeah. Okay. See you later. See, See you Tuesday. She's your human antidepressant. It's the Stephanie Miller Show. Please help keep independent journalism alive and KPFK Radio strong. Become a Sustainer Circle member of KPFK by pledging at any level. $10, $20, $100 per month, whatever suits you. This is Verdine White of Earth, Wind & Fire, encouraging you to make your tax-deductible donation today at 818-985-5735 or kpfk.org. The Pacifica mission statement is to establish a foundation organized and operated exclusively for educational purposes to encourage and supply outlets for the creative skills and energies of the community to engage in any activity that shall contribute to a lasting understanding between nations and between the individuals of all nations, races, creeds, and color to gather and disseminate information on the causes of conflict between any and all of such groups to promote the study of political and economic problems and of the causes of religious philosophical and racial antagonisms to promote the full distribution of public information to obtain access to sources of news not commonly brought together and to employ such varied sources in the public presentation of accurate, objective, comprehensive news on all matters vitally affecting the the community. community. The Pacifica Mission Statement. Flashpoint is now airing on KPFK weekday afternoons at 5 p.m. Some of the guests you'll hear on Pacifica's award-winning current affairs show are Oliver Stone, Noam Chomsky, Tom Hartman, John Pilger, and the world's top journalists. 
If you like Democracy Now!, chances are really good that you're going to enjoy Flashpoints. You're invited to tune in 5 p.m. Monday through Friday right here at KPFK 90.7 FM Los Angeles or online at kpfk.org. This is Ed Begley Jr., and you're listening to KPFK 90.7 FM Los Angeles, 98.7 FM Santa Barbara, and worldwide at kpfk.org. Welcome to Sojourner Truth. Thank you for staying with us. This is your host, Margaret Prescott. We are continuing our in-depth coverage on the UN Conference on the Environment, known as 